This is Owning Your Shit with Carson McKenna, a series in which I read from my journals. The series was recorded over a few weeks period in winter of 2022 and addresses various themes from friendship to panic disorder to commitment phobia. morning. I'm on my second cup of French roast. Is there any scent richer? Any taste more welcome? I observed that my leaden reluctance to work retail has alleviated muchly. It's as though I've taken off a lead vest. I think it's because I'm looking at it now through playful, uh, reverent eyes. I fell in love with retail the product line, the entire premise of budget self-care that is Bath & Body Works. The trash started to taste yummy to me, like a Frito casserole. Once I let let down my defenses, my impulse to safeguard a certain level of culture. I'm I'm embracing it the way you sing along at the top of your lungs to the number one song in the country. Basic culture is basic because everyone basically loves it. Bath and Body Works is Disney. Bath and Body Works is a carnival cruise. Bath and Body Works is tailgating. Bath and Body Works is football Sundays. Bath and Body Works is Gretchen Wilson, redneck woman on karaoke. Bath and Body Works is an anniversary dinner at the Cheesecake Factory. Bath and Body Works is flannel in an Instagram photo shoot in a pumpkin patch. Bath and Body Works is matching pajamas for the family on Christmas morning. Bath and Body Works is a Hallmark card with gilded lettering on Valentine's Day. Bath and Body Works is... American. I'm working there later today. I have so many Christmas parties coming up. I'm so thankful for them. Uh, Una and Rachel, the sorority girls, contacted me yesterday. They have a beautiful $6,000 budget for their 100-person sorority party that they want to throw. And then Colligan contacted me, asking about December 16th. Um, I'm very thankful to have this restaurant as my consistent abundant income and Bath & Body Works for giving me some play Monopoly money. Um, my prayer for today is to please help me to reach for compassion every time irritation and resentment gets a hold on me. Help me to ascend and to reach for more and to expand rather than to contract. In any given moment, I have a choice in whether I expand or contract. When I expand, I feel myself expand, my heart unfurling richly to mate with the whole universe. And when I contract, I feel tight, small, and cut off from love. I feel fearful and cold, like I'm seeking approval from a judgmental jury. Jury. Radical compassion is really saving me. For instance, yesterday, I fell into a few pitfalls. When uh, Poppy's mom contacted me, I initially contracted. Uh, I didn't want to, she asked if I was willing to host their rehearsal dinner. And I didn't want to because Poppy and I are no longer friends and she unfollowed me. Uh, I could feel myself seeking righteousness through blame. I wanted to scream, so she unfollowed me. She acted weird first. She, she's not friends with anyone in her friend circle anymore. 
But then I felt all small and tight, like I was uh, cramped in some dark dungeon, scarring for scraps, feeling justified when I thought only for myself. Everyone else is. But then I sunk deeper into the her mom's email. I guess the dad had open heart surgery and barely survived. Um, I could feel my heart growing to crush my object my objections. Why fucking not? I thought we can host her rehearsal dinner. Uh, I'll write her mom back and say that we'd love to have her. We are available that day. I'm not gonna lie, like I originally planned, and say that we were booked. Okay, so we are going to Ithaca this weekend. Update. Since we last wrote two hours ago, we've endured a mini meltdown. It was preempted by Jason, oops, Justin, I mean, the Francophonic Canadian who's telling me in town, he's telling me he's only on holiday and, quote, not looking for anything serious, unquote. We had been speaking French over text the entire time, and it was good banter, perhaps made only good by the fact that it was in French, which, of course, scores like 7,000 points on my radar. And I switched back to English immediately and I asked for clarification. Um, I asked if this was his cordial Canadian way of saying he was just looking to fuck. Um, I wrote that I'm down for experiences. I admitted to him I was envisioning us having a cute cinematic romp through Ithaca. Like, why can't we just have that? Like, you'd see in a movie montage or something. Or like that one episode of Sex and the City where Carrie just walks around through uh, falling cherry blossoms with that Frenchman. And the Canadian was all, I hope you don't misunderstand me. I'm down to have an interesting conversation and see where it goes. Well, it's not going to go back to your hostel and assume the missionary position, bro. He finished with a, let me know if I can clarify anything for you. I was like, what the fuck is he, a salesman? I left him on red and I decided to meditate to calm myself down. My first thought was, why the fuck should I allocate space in my trip to Ithaca, my little adventure that I've been looking forward to, for someone who's saying that he's just on vacation and not looking for anything serious? There's so many more, there's so much, so, so many more people I could give my time and attention to. I mean, I could sit solo at some, I could sit solo at Mercado and I could fall in love with some solo stranger at the bar by the end of the night. Someone who's in his worth but knows what he wants, and that's me. I'm, I'm reminded that when we get tested like this, it means that your manifestation is closer. I've had a few tests this week between the Canadian and then Andrew, the sexiest scorpionic god I've ever met. Oh my gosh. When he was at my bar last night, I just wanted to jump into his arms and have him carry me home. He was so beautiful, and he had that southern accent. When he asked me to meet him at karaoke after, I was so torn. But I knew that if I had one drink with him, I'd go home with him. And then I worried I'd never see him again. And my faith in the masculine would be burned, and I'd go into my shell for about three months. And feel that lump in my stomach every time that I saw his name on my Instagram story. So I opted not to go meet him, and he texted me and said he was heartbroken by that. 
And it made me sad because I'll never know what could have been. So I decided to meet the Canadian ultimately because I didn't want to regret it like I did regret not meeting Andrew. We're, we've agreed to meet for coffee at College Town Bagels tomorrow. I was going to be sitting there and writing anyway, so he can just sit there and he can just come and meet me. That way I'm not going too far out of my way. I like that. It's a nice little compromise. Good morning. I feel like I'm waking up in a house where a complicated birth took place last night. I had a huge binge. I drank an entire magnum of Sauvignon Blanc and I ordered about three keto cheesecakes to be delivered via Instacart as well as a uh, chicken sog from the Indian, local Indian food place. I binged and I bawled. I soaked my rented pillow as I retold myself the sad story. Men only want me for sex. All this was preempted after coffee with Canadian Justin yesterday. So we meet, we're having conversation in English. We talk for about 45 minutes. He, we, we order lunch. He doesn't offer to buy mine, which, you know, you can't help but make a mental note of because that means that it's going to be a platonic relationship. So his closing question to me after lunch was, do you want to fool around? I wanted to say if I wanted just that, I could have that with literally anyone in the coffee shop. Fucking duh. And I could also get them to buy me lunch. Like, what the fuck? Couldn't he see it through my eyes? Like, I, I don't, I didn't get it. Um, the old familiar resentment and my brueling female ego was kicking up. Um, I want to find compassion for him. I want to suck the venom out of this. I want to send him into the bin of boys that... Send him away into that bin of discard boys, the discard pile, just to not take up any more space in my day. It's too hard to give my attention and my focus to people like him. The truth is, I guess I shouldn't have met up with him after he told me he was just looking for a hookup. I let my desire for validation and a good conversation in French turn my boundaries into rubber. Well, I survived a big seismic shake last night. And I ended up messaging Andrew over Instagram and telling him how sorry I was that I didn't meet him. I said that I had some wounds from previous one-night stands that made me more fearful than anything. And he seemed to have an understanding for that. So bless him. Maybe as a present, I think I'll write him a little monologue from my perspective of what it was like bartending and waiting on him at his work party the other night. It was his birthday, so I told him I thought that might make for a good gift, and he agreed. He bought my book on Amazon drunk at 2 a.m., and for some reason when a boy purchases my art, it makes me so weak.